This is the 343 Podcast. I'm your host, John Pronich. Welcome to the show. Why do coaches overcomplicate things? The answer is simple. Kind of. First off, most coaches don't even realize they're complicating things, nor do they know why. And it usually boils down to coaches attempting to do too much, whether it's switching between too many different training activities or trying to accomplish too many things with one exercise. It's just too much. And doing too much is a huge mistake that a lot of well-meaning coaches are making. It's a problem, a big problem. Most of the time, coaches just want to mix things up. They want to keep things fresh. They want to make practice exciting. But achieving all of that comes at the expense of true and proper individual player, team, and coaching development. Again, that is another big problem. When coaches ask us what they should be doing, we typically start with the simple and practical advice of do less, not more. Going beyond that is usually hard because we cannot give specific advice without knowing the ins and outs of a coach's situation. But on occasion, we do go a bit further. Like when one of our 343 Premium members, Chris Verhasselt, submitted an observation slash question to Gary regarding coaches making things too complicated for the players. The topic was familiar, but the way that Chris posed the question or the observation was general enough that I thought we could take a general approach when providing our thoughts and still provide enough value. So I called Gary, we talked about it, and we recorded the conversation for you to hear. So in this very short episode, we discuss some very important things, including why coaches overcomplicate things, how that can be avoided, and the benefits of doing less, not more. In the next episode of this podcast, I actually talk with Chris himself, the 343 member who submitted the question. So be on the lookout for that soon. If you're interested in more high-quality coaching education that focuses on possession-based soccer and material that can help streamline your personal coaching development by reducing your trial and error time, please visit 343coaching.com. That is where we offer our free and premium programs that utilize video and audio lessons, ebooks, and much more to help you learn the proven 343 methodology. So once again, you can find all of that at 343coaching.com. But for now, just sit back and enjoy this very quick episode of the 343 Podcast. Got it. So what was the question again? Uh, his question was, let's see, it was Chris and his question was, do you think coaches sometimes overcomplicate training sessions? Got it. So I basically, so I basically said, uh, that's a bad question, Chris, right? Because, yeah. <laughs> because, because the answer is always yes. Right. Because everybody, even Pep from the best manager in the world to the worst, the, I'm sure at some point in sessions, they've overcomplicated things. Right. Uh, so it's not a good question. And I think I also told them like, 
Uh, it's kind of like asking the question, do you think sometimes, right? That's a key word. Sometimes doctors mess up a diagnosis. Well, yes, that happened, right? Yeah. Uh, but, but I think the spirit of the question was, um, maybe, uh, I don't know. Maybe you could decide what the spirit of the question is, John. I, uh, it's, it's, I think maybe he's had an experience or many experiences where he's watching training sessions and the session might be ultra complicated and, and, and that's not good for the players. Does that sound about right? Yeah. And I, I think it's something um, pretty common too. Like even, even as a coach, you might realize um, as like, as you're in the middle of the session, like even what you're doing is, is too complicated for the players that you're trying to teach it to. And then you kind of have to scramble your way out of it. I know I've experienced that a couple of times as a, as a coach myself. So. Got it. So, so maybe, I don't know, maybe we can work through the, the idea in, in the context of an example and then zoom out a little bit. So, so uh, I think enough people are familiar with the four V one Rondo, right? Uh, four players on the perimeter of like a square shape uh, area and then one defender in the middle and then if you've studied this exercise to any degree or detail, you know that there's a whole bunch of coaching points that can be uh, executed in that one exercise. It could be receiving across the body, right? If you're doing a two touch, uh, it could be movement off the ball, right? To, to the, the corners of the square in order to open up passing lanes for, for the guy that, you know, you're probably going to be receiving from. Uh, a third coaching point could be you're reading uh, two plays ahead of time, right, John, so that you're already in motion in anticipation of what your partners on the perimeter are are going to be doing. Um, uh, the speed of the passes is also another coaching point. Um, you know, what else? Talking, you know, communication could be another coaching point if you want to integrate that into the rondo. And then there's the whole defensive side of the rondo which is how to press and try to win the ball back and the level of intensity uh, that you want the guy in the middle executing at um and then there's even more right uh, how long do you stay in the middle you know when do you get out of the middle etc 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 so in that one exercise you can go seven eight ten coaching points deep so as a coach you might know of all those things and you might want to have all of those things happening in the exercise and that's overcomplicating it. Right. Uh, I think you have to judge uh, what the level of the player is at the moment and what degree of understanding they have at the moment and their degree of focus. And then, you know, emphasize maybe just one or two of those points. For instance, maybe when you're just starting out, you just want to focus on receiving across the body and, and, you know, moving movement to open up, you know, the passing lane and that's it. So, so one is over complicating it and then the players are going to screw everything up and not be able to execute the exercise and not learn absolutely anything from the activity uh, versus the other one, which is the better one. Uh, just focus on two or three things in the exercise make sure they they're executing and learning that. So I think that might, I don't know if that helps. That might be a good, zoomed in example of overcomplicating versus not overcomplicating. Uh, and then if you zoom out a little bit and you start talking about tactical work, you know, building out of the back, you know, and how to lose your man and trying to integrate the entire 
style of play in one session, you know, you know, the players aren't going to learn anything either because then there's 30 things that you're trying to tackle in one session when you should only be focused on one or two things. So I guess the answer to the question is, yes, a lot of coaches make the mistake of trying to teach the players everything in a short period of time, meaning one session, and then it's not good. Yeah, it reminds me, and mainly because I was reading it last night, I, I had a refresher uh, about the article you wrote a long time ago. It was the do less, not more, mm-hmm. and how that applies even with just coaching points. So not even just like the the activities that the amount of activities that you're trying to do with you know in a week or in a in a month or in a season, whatever. But even with the coaching points that you're using with those activities, like if you're trying to drill down all 10 of those coaching points every single session, that's very, very difficult. But if you're trying to drill down two of those coaching points over the course of a month, that's a little bit more manageable for yourself and for the, and for the players. Yeah. And both parties learn, right. And get better and better and better at those things before you move on. And and it's actually, was that, you think that you think that's the spirit of his question? I think that's what it is, right? I I think so. I, I think that, a lot of times, well, I, I think the spirit of the question is like, if he's an observer looking at the training session, he's probably thinking like, why are all these, uh, why, why is, why are so many things happening? Uh, or why are there so many bells and whistles or why, why is there so many this and that where it could just be so simple? Uh, that's what mm-hmm. I think the, the, the spirit of the question might be. Maybe okay. I need to bring him on to ask him. No, but I, but I think the answer is yes. Right. Well, it, it was, who was it that asked that? Chris. Chris, I think the answer is yes. Uh, do you think it's yes most of the time, John? I mean, I I, I don't know. I, it probably I, I is. do. I do. Yeah, yeah. I think so. I, I think a lot of times too, and I think it goes hand in hand with the with the do less not more thing uh, on what was like the intent behind why you wrote that article, which was coaches are always trying to do too much. Um, yeah. and, and switching from, you know, activity to activity to activity on a either practice by practice by practice basis or week by week basis, however, however that works. But, you know, they're, they're always trying to do too much and they, by doing that, they basically don't get anything accomplished at all. So. Perfect. So there's, there's, so there's two angles, right? There's that angle that you just beautifully put. Uh, doing too many activities, right? Uh, and then there's the other angle, maybe even doing too many coaching points in one activity. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. All right. Thank you for listening to another episode of the 343 podcast. And a big thank you to our sponsor, Bounce Athletics. I also want to leave you with one note from one of our members of the 343 Coaching Education Program. His name is Thomas, and he's been a member for quite a while. And this is what he had to say. If you want to play insanely good with your team and start to understand the possession and positional game, this will give you a head start. I have tried the material on three ordinary teams, and after a year, they totally dominate the local teams. After two years, they are among the best in the region. The program 343 offers is not a complicated curriculum. It's actually simpler than you might think. But instead of more, you have to go deep in every detail. Thomas, thank you so much for that beautiful review. And I hope that everybody else finds that valuable. 
If you want more information about the 343 Coaching Education Program, the program that helps support and fund this podcast, you can visit 343coaching.com. All right, we'll catch you guys next time here on the podcast. Thank you so much for listening.